It all started when one dumb bitch met a even dumber bitch and they became best friends. The end. Hi guys, welcome back to Looking Expensive. I'm your host, Sam McCaffrey. I have recorded a couple different episodes this week and, you know, now that I'm extremely hungover for the first time in months and I'm legitimately laying in my bed with sunglasses on, uh, it's the morning that I'm putting out this podcast. It is Tuesday morning, um, so what you hear is what you're going to fucking get. I've forgotten any, any pop culture references this week. I don't even know what the fuck is going on. My head hurts so bad. But I was scrolling on Instagram, and there's this girl I went to college with, and her and her boyfriend, I have legitimately no emotional connection to them, never even seen them together. But I'm not sure if they broke up, and I really want to know if they did. And I'm just so fucking, like, how do I know? Like, do I slide in her DMs? So I've decided that we are going to start doing press releases for our breakups. I'll start. Hey, guys. It's Sam McCaffrey. Um, I know a lot of you may have been wondering what happened with me and blank in the past. When did we break up? It's the eighth month that we broke up. In the past 10 months. Um... So in case you didn't know, me and, let's call him Trevor. Me and Trevor broke up 10 months ago. Um, You know, we dated for like two years and a bit. Uh, It was lovely. We had a great time. But um, I decided to move up north. I told him to apply to some graduate programs up north. The day I found out that he did not do that, I bought a one-way ticket to New York City and I left his ass. He broke up with me on Thanksgiving evening because he allegedly saw me making out with someone. Not one other person in the bar saw me making out with anyone, though. So that is for you to decide. Did she get pushed in front of the bus? Who knows? Um, so, yeah. And then I moved to New York and we broke up. And then he told me he loved me the night before he Instagrammed with his new girlfriend. <sighs> oh, so sorry she had to hear that. Oh, hmm. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, no, I genuinely like feel like there needs to be some sort like you know no one wants to be the girl that goes on instagram and deletes every single fucking photo after you break up like my ex-boyfriend did he <laughs> um but like that's like high school was the only time you really knew if some broke up because everyone was so fucking petty and such a loser like they would delete all their pictures and like i'm just gonna keep it 100 like i my boyfriend before Trevor, I was ugly back then. So yeah, I deleted all the photos because none of them, I didn't look snatched in a single one. I wasn't feeling my vibe. Um, I was, I was feeling, I was not, I was very much not feeling my look. Um, so I did delete them and he was such an insignificant part of my life. I mean, I got chance because of him, but besides that, Homeway was really not, not the, neither the mood nor the vibe. So, I mean, with him, 
I feel like people knew we broke up. But when it came to Trevor, um, it took people a little, a little minute there. I mean, when I'm posting Kim Petrus and Carly Rae Jepsen on my story, I don't think I could be more clear. Party for One by Carly Rae Jepsen. No, no in a relationship girl posts that. I was trying to think of the opposite of single. No, Taken. Taken. Um, no Taken girl posts that. So people do post context clues to their breakups on their stories, but no one really, like, really, you know, breathes in your whole Instagram story, you know? God, I did not take my makeup off last night. My eyeballs are hurting. I think, like, if you break up with someone, we need to get, like, a universal emoji, maybe, like a black heart, and then you you do one of those story highlights and every context clue you've posted to your breakup. So if you've posted Sorry by Beyonce, if you've posted Party for One by Kylie Rae Jepsen, you need to highlight those to your Instagram. So it's kind of like a universal girl, like nudge, nudge, nod, nod, wink uh, that we broke up, you know? Or, I mean, I think we should just normalize breakup press releases because how fun would it be to have like a like a website called webrokeup.com and you could like post information about why you and your boyfriend broke up we could make it all like kind of an anonymous no maybe not anonymous but like you could you could be featured and then we give him like a fake name like I gave Trevor and then we all you know you could spill the tea take out the dirty laundry throw it into the fucking void. But I want to know, like, the nitty-gritty. I want to know, like, what words you called him. I want to know, you know? Like, for me and Trevor, I almost said his name, our breakup was so boring. We sat there for two hours and talked about, like, why it wouldn't work and blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I know I do say that he said I made out with someone. He just left the bar. We kept talking. But, like, when we sat down and decided to break up, we, like, had feelings and, like, like mature emotional responses and I think it's just because we definitely both wanted to break up like it was a long time coming I'm not gonna sit here and flex like the last day before I left to go to the city like we sat in bed and cried all day and like you know he was still telling me he loved me three months later whenever he was dating someone else but if I aired out that dirty laundry ahead of time it would not have been an amicable breakup but I probably wouldn't have done it because I don't like I want to respect him and like we what is it, Simon? We look back on past relationships with fondness. No, like, and I am fond of the relationship. Like, a lot of good things happened. But, like, not projecting anymore. I want to go back to the original thought I had. Like, this girl and her boyfriend most definitely broke up. You know, it was be- bikini pics galore. However, all the old photos are still up. March 12th, she posted a photo with him and said that, you know, uh, direct quote, should I direct quote? Like something about being smitten and felt that on March 12th with another guy, but no longer there anymore. So I know you can fall out of love, but they've been dating for like years. So I need to know, homegirl wants to know, did you guys break up? Petition, I'm making a change.org petition, position, petition and I think that we should get if we get if we get one signature from me we should make a we broke up.com 
I need clinical help. Okay, so then I have one more thing I want to talk about. I'm literally not editing this podcast, and I'm laying in bed, and I'm like breathing, living, everything. I have my sunglasses on. It's a vibe. So people always talk about college, and they're like, it was the best four years of my life. I'm sorry. College was fun. It was a vibe. Like I met a lot of great people. I met like some of my best friends in the entire world. I made connections with people who introduced me to even more of my best friends, even more of my best friends. I don't think that's a fucking phrase, but I I, am at a loss for words when people are like the best four years of my life. Okay. Let me run you through a typical Thursday night in my college career. All right. Uh, I would go to probably a nighttime class because I was like, it's one day a week, it's three hours, let's get it the fuck over with. Maybe didn't go, maybe snuck out, maybe brought a fucking beer while I was there. Um, So I would get either belligerently high or I would take a Lily Pulitzer cup, a Lily Pulitzer Tervis, that's how dark things were. I would put two hard seltzers. I know hard seltzers didn't exist when I was college. Let me not fucking lie to you. I didn't even know what a white claw was before I graduated. Um, I'd take two hard ciders, put them in a tervis. Uh, I would proceed to go to class, and then we would have like a 20-minute break, and I would try to sneak out, and my teacher would usually call me out for it. So... Um, that would happen on a typical Thursday night. Then I would go to dollar drink night. Things were dark. Usually I didn't order the dollar drinks though because I've always ha- kind of had self-worth. Um, then I would maybe, I forgot the pregame. I would drink fucking, <laughs> okay, this is where my self-worth went out the window. I would drink a uh, punch out of a frat boy's cooler that he's probably had for four years because he has been in college for six years and he's still taking gen eds and not sure what major he wants to pick. So yeah, I would take a red solo cup of jungle juice out of a fraternity boy's cooler pregame for the bar. Sometimes I would throw up at the pregame. That happened a couple of times. Um, and then I would go to the bar, probably rack up $200 on my debit card um, because I didn't have a credit card in college. I only had a debit card, and I'm glad. That's why I have an 805 credit score. Then I would maybe go home with someone, maybe take someone home, probably go home by myself, smoke a fucking bowl, watch Lana Del Rey music videos, go to sleep, wake up, realize I had a paper due that day, take four of my Adderall, binge, write a paper, turn in a shitty-ass paper, or... Uh, for legal purposes, this is a joke, but um, sometimes I would just pay someone to write my paper. That's usually what I did. That's like life hack. Um, work smarter, not harder, kids. Anyways, so when people say that that was the best four years of your life, where? What was so good about that? Drinking Everclear? Eating fucking pizza at 2 a.m. The only reason that was the best years of my life is because I didn't wash my face until like my senior year of college and I never had acne. Where is that the best four years of your life? You know? And so, not to get like a little bit too deep, but 
I think that manifesting is definitely real. So if you're like, college was the best four years, like I'm never going to have it back. Okay, I'm not going to fucking flex. Like you're never going to be able to walk out your door and have 50 friends living in the same building as you. Like that's just not how it works. And like, it's also psychology. The closer you are geographically to people, the more likely you are to be friends with them. A dorm is just, you're all the same age. You all want to do the same thing, which is party. I mean, like there's a fucking couple squares in college. In a dorm, like you're never going to have that vibe again, but you're also never going to sleep in a twin size bed and share a room with someone again. Just imagine if you lived those four years for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't, my liver couldn't, my brain cells couldn't when I started smoking weed. I, the panic attacks I had writing papers. It's just like one of those things where it's like, yes, it was a great chapter of my life, but I don't necessarily want to relive it. I think I did it right. And like for me, I also wasn't in Greek life, like no shade to the sisters that were. Maybe that has something to do with like people's obsession with going back to college. For me, I got like a core group of friends that like we still make an effort to see each other like regularly. It's not, it, it was never forced in the first place. Like whereas maybe Greek life, you have like organized events and stuff. So you have to see certain people, which is kind of psychologically bringing it back. It's like high school, which is, you're only friends with the people that you were friends with in high school because you see them all the fucking time. So I don't know. Maybe that's where like the good old days vibes come from. But for me personally, I didn't graduate with that mindset that my the best days of my life were over. I graduated with the mindset that like my life is about to get so much better. And maybe because school just is not for me. <laughs> like I am so ADHD, if you haven't been able to tell on this unedited episode. But... I just think that if in any aspect of your life, like even if you didn't go to college or graduate from college, like if you pick like a certain time in your life and you're like, that was the best, like how you can't, why would you already admit to peaking? You know, like you should be being like, oh, every day of my life, it's going to get better. And I mean, you know, I'm not saying you have to be positive all the fucking time, but like if you just are constantly like going to your shitty ass job that you don't care about and then like going out on the weekends and then only talking about like four specific years of your life. Like we're all probably gonna live till we're 80. Like if you think the one twentieth of your life was the peak and the end all be all, good luck, Charlie, because I already know. I want to go to sleep right now. I'm 24. I want to go to sleep right now, wake up in six years and be 30 because I know that once I'm 30, that's like when my life is about to fucking start. You peaked in college. I'm going to peak when I'm 30 fucking five. So write it down, boo. I just... Let me know what y'all think. I mean... Am I wrong? I don't know. Is this just me projecting? Did I really have a shitty time in college? Maybe I, you know, had a boyfriend I really didn't like for one year of it. And <laughs> maybe that ruined the whole fucking gig. But I was just thinking about that because, like, I have younger siblings. And one is going to be a freshman in college. And then one's going to be a senior. And, like, I get, like, missing out on, like, the really fun times with, like, your best friends because, like, coronavirus... But, like, 
they get to fucking have all online classes. You know how hard I used to fight to get in one, like into one online class in college? Like, that was like, I can't wait to be a junior in college because you can get into the onlines. And now my sister, I was telling her that, and she's like, what? Like, you wanted online classes? And I'm like, yeah, that's not going to be a thing anymore, I don't think. Like, your generation is not going to want to ever be in an online class ever again. And in college, that was the move. Like, I remember one semester, I had two express online classes and then, like, two regular classes, and I just smoked weed for, like, five months. And I got a dog. So maybe don't do that. I do feel bad for them. Like, I sympathize. I empathize. Like, it's going to be so weird, like, for them to look back at college. For me, I fucking went in with flying colors, but also for me, I'm trying to get a job and that's going to be fun to look back on when my resume has a two-year fucking gap. (laughs) Oh, God. If anyone's listening that wants to give me $100 million, I will never communicate with society ever again. I will simply just cease to exist. I will buy an island and I'll go by myself and I'll drink Miami Vices and get obese and you'll never hear from me again. And like, honestly, I think it's a good investment because I don't need to be, I don't need to be influencing anything that exists, but I'm going back to New York this week and I'm so fucking excited. I'm really excited because I have some people coming on that I'm super excited about. Uh, My cousin and I are going to talk about Taylor Swift's new album next week. Um, My friend Trey and I already recorded a podcast I said I was going to put up, but some shit is going down with TikTok, so we're going to reimagine it. So I I might just put out a bonus episode this week. Um, I'll be back with my best friend Ava, and so hopefully I can get her to come on because she is a, like, she's amazing. Like my fucking favorite person on earth. She, I don't know what I would do without her. And she's a workhorse. And I just, I wish I had her, her drive and her energy. I love her to fucking death. So I'm gonna, maybe I'll give her like half a sip of a margarita and she'll get drunk and she'll come on. I love her to death. And Ava, I know you're listening. So, um, and then Simon is also in New York. So, Hopefully I can get into Zoom with me and record a podcast. Um, or maybe we'll go sit in a park and record it or some shit. But, you know, social distancing. Um, stay safe, guys. It's an unprecedented time. I love you all. Stay safe. Bye.